Welcome to Zion Hill, where we make our world a better place. Join us for the Zion Hill Church Family, Family and Friends Weekend Celebration. Friday, March 18th to Sunday, March 20th. The Zion Hill Church Family, Family and Friends Weekend Celebration. March 18th to March 20th at the Zion Hill Church Family, 312 Hunter Street, Pineville, Louisiana. Call 318-704-6900 or visit them on Facebook, ZionHill.com or the Zion Hill app. worshiping with us on today. Until next time, we'll see you at the top. Welcome to Zion Hill, where we make our world a better place. Join us for the Zion Hill Church family, family and friends. We because this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father God, we just thank you for dying on the cross for us, Father. We thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning, Lord, clothing us in our right mind, Lord God. We just want to say thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against this ministry shall prosper, and any tongue that rise up against us shall be condemned in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, for a fresh anointing, Father God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for grace and mercy, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that we're expecting a rhema word from you, Lord. And we just want to say thank you for it. Lord, we ask you to continue to bless our pastor, his wife, and family, Lord. Continue to cover that precious blood over them from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you, Lord. We love you. We adore you. We magnify you because it's all about you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Can we stand on our feet this morning and give God some praise in the sanctuary? And if you're tuning in with us, go ahead and praise Him right where you are. Come on, you can do better than that. Make some noise in the house this morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we talked to this song before. It says, uh, write them on the tablet of your heart. Y'all remember that song we taught you? Let me hear y'all sing it in the sanctuary. Everybody sing it. Say it really out of right. Y'all sound good this morning. Yeah. You got it. One more time. Everybody sing it. Write them all the tablet of it. Sounds real good. Come on, Matt. Let's go.
shall men given unto our bosom. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured unto you. To the people that's on live stream, let us like, share, and subscribe. If anyone has been blessed by this ministry, we encourage you to give and receive online viewers, you can scan the Q code 73256 Ursha Shipping Concord. Oh gracious Father God, we just want to say thank you for this day. Again, Father, Lord, we ask you to bless us, Lord, that we will be able to give what's supposed to be given to you, the 10%. You have given us 9%, and all you ask us to do is give us 10, give you 10. So, Father God, we want to thank you, Lord, that you have touched us to be able to be good stewards of what you have given us, Lord. And we're returning back what you have told us to give you. We ask you to bless us, Lord, enlarge our territory, and keep evil from us. In Jesus' name, amen.
We appreciate you. It's a blessing to be able to praise the Lord. He is worthy of our praise. Praise the Lord. I want to thank all of you for coming out. You got the time change. I see a lot of people didn't make it. They're probably still sleeping. But God is still good. Thank you for being here. I have a special guest this morning that I'm honored to present to you all. Uh, many of you know that uh, from time to time I will go to London, England. And in the house today is brother in the Lord that was producing your pastor while I was there. And it's truly an honor for me to have this man of God here with us all the way from Europe and now he's in the USA. Uh, it's a blessing. Um, sometimes God will 
used to to stranger. Never met him in my life. And the gentleman who was directing TBN London happened to be here in this building. I never met him either. In fact, I was in the middle of campaign. I was running for Senate. I really didn't want to come in because I was sweating. I had a t-shirt on. And somehow, I was literally dragged to. He said, look, we got some people here. They want to meet you. And that gentleman gave me his card. I'm sharing this testimony to let you know how God will bless you. And you have to pay attention to the move of God. And this gentleman said, I want to help you. And he said, this is my card. Call me. Honestly, I get that all the time uh, in the community. Guess what? I misplaced the card. Uh, I can stop there and preach to you because be careful that you don't miss your blessing. And and a friend of mine, Brother Jeff, somehow insisted that we track this, this gentleman out. He turned out to be the, the CEO or the head person at TBN London. And he, to cut the story short, that's how I got to London. What is the secret to that? By simply being good. I allow other people to use this building, but I did not know God would use that as a channel to put me in three continents of the world. So, so the lesson for you is that don't hesitate to do good. Even the Bible says, don't hesitate to entertain strangers. You never know who God's going to send along your way. In my mind, I went to London with my friend Jeff. I thought maybe it's a one-time trip. I really didn't catch what God is trying to do. My faith was not strong enough to see. But when I got there, I was in a green room, and that's when somebody mentioned to me they just asked me, how long have you been in ministry? And I told them, yeah, I've been in ministry about 30 years, uh, in various form or the other. And then they told me, you're about to preach to the whole world. And that in one day, you will preach to more people than you ever preached in 30 years. All of a sudden, a light came on. So I knew TBN is big. I knew they cover everywhere. But I, it just didn't sink in. Of course, fear sets in. Because I thought I was not ready for that level of ministry. And I panicked. And to cut the story short, the Lord blessed that. And then they gave me even more opportunity. I guess they were impressed by what they saw. And then all of a sudden, I become a daily broadcast over there. And then covering the entire 
continent of Europe and then covering all of Africa. I've always dreamed of preaching in Africa. But in my small mind, I thought I would go there and set up a tent and do camp meeting just to once in a while, maybe once a year, I was thinking I'd take my musician and my worship team and we'll go there, spend Google monies, uh, minister to the people and come back to USA. I never thought that God would use technology not only once a year, but every day. So by the grace of God, now I'm preaching in, in the continent of Africa, in the continent of Europe, and of course, here in America. Today you are meeting the gentleman who was producing me in London. I never met him either until I showed up. But I was amazed how he was so nice to me. He would send people to pick me up. At the, at the hotel, every day, he would send somebody to take me back to the hotel. I'm not good with finding places and stuff. Uh, my, my mind don't coordinate too well with roads. And, and they would pick me up at the airport. But this man is the one who did all the coordination and then fed me every day out of his pocket, not mine. Uh, and it's amazing. I never thought one day he'd be right here in Zion Hill. This is how God works. Now, he's over there in, in Florida. He's building another television studio there. And yesterday he told me, he said, Pastor Josh, I want to be producing you right from Florida, so you won't have to be travel across. Technology is so good, it can produce you here and send you all over the world. His name is Brother John Flemings. He's a preacher, he's a musician, and also he's a television broadcaster. Will you please show your love and help me welcome Brother John, please make yourself home, brother. Yes, sir. Whatever you want to do, we love you. Thank you for being here. And after Brother John minister to us, then I will come and share with you briefly. Thank you, Brother. Well, good morning. What an honor to be here with uh, and to, to just be here with all you guys and to meet again after all this time, Brother Josh. And I guess later I'll get to meet Sister Elizabeth as well. What an honor. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I just want to say just a couple of minutes of um, being a British person, we're kind of a bit stuck up, a bit reserved, 
bit stiff and um, having brother Josh in England and kind of exuding his joy was it just knocked us all sideways we wanted to we wanted to amplify and multiply brother Josh's love and joy across England and across Europe and across Africa and what a, a, a blessing and an honor to have something like a broadcast platform to be able to do that I can't tell you how affected the whole team small team at TBN in in London um, very small team about 40 people running a 24-7 uh, broadcast platform and every single person and some of the team are not uh, are not Christians they don't know the Lord every single person without exception commented on the love and joy that brother Josh and brother Jeff although less so for Jess <laughs> just exuded it is such an honor to to have and be alongside and to work with somebody like that and if you don't already know it I'm sure you do but if you don't already know it that man is a blessing that man is a blessing so um <laughs> uh, I sing I write songs I'm better at writing songs than I am singing but um, uh, I have I wrote a couple of songs and uh, this is one of them and I just want to just take a moment um, English led worship is very different to Louisiana led worship <laughs> it's it's a bit more reserved <laughs> But um, I'm, I'm going to uh, sing a song called Beyond Compare. It's one I wrote a few couple of years ago. And it, and it just really gives a moment or a beat, as you would say here. Or some of you would say a hot minute. It's just a chance to stop and to relax and to allow God to be God. Because let's face it, most of our lives, we're busy. We're doing stuff. We've got groceries to get. We've got kids to sort out. We've got parents to sort out. We've got ourselves to sort out. And in the midst of it, we take a moment to let God sort us out. How good are we at doing that every day? Not always. <laughs> so this is one of the songs that I, I wrote. And... and um, it's really about just get it, getting a moment and loving on God, which I know we do, I know we say we do, but when we're one-on-one, -on -one, when there's no one else around, that's for this kind of time. Light my way 
In the last few years, I've been on a journey of coming to America, living in Georgia, 
I stepped uh, out of the UK, sold everything we had, um, which was not a lot. We arrived here with two suitcases and um, we thought when we first got here, we were gonna launch a new platform. So this was my old boss in London and um, a team of, of just a few people from different parts. We arrived and, um, well, the last three years have turned out very different to what we were expecting. We haven't yet launched the platform. Indeed, for the two and a half of the three years, we had no funding at all. And um, that's a scary thing, moving to a different continent. We have six children. We left them all behind. And they're all of age, of course. They're not children, they're, you know, young children. But it's a, it's a very kind of exposed feel. You have to step out. And, and I'm not saying I've done it gracefully. I'm not saying that it's been easy. It's been a very kind of difficult time. But the Bible says God uses all things. And we have been shaped and molded and cut down to size and humbled and we have grown our hearts have grown for love and our hearts have grown for God and he is an amazing God he will never ever let you down being human he doesn't always do it when we want it he doesn't always do it where we're expecting it his time scale is very different to our time scale and sometimes for us humans, that's a problem. Hey, we've got we've to just trust in God. So there's just one other song I want to sing um, before Brother Josh comes up. This is a song that's very intimate. It's, it's, it's very... It kind of brings out the cry of my heart when I wrote this. And it's, it's kind of, it's called perfect love. But I was kind of saying it in advance. I knew God's perfect love in my head. I had to feel that in my heart. And this song helps me with that. I haven't played either of these two songs for an age, so I'm a bit rusty. Sorry about that. I know you're there. You're 
John Flemings. Come on, help me thank God for him. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you for being a blessing. We will have him again at 10 a.m. worship service. It's such a joy. Uh, please let me try to help somebody. I'm trying to share. I don't know who God's going to help to understand some of my own journey. I don't have to share it, but we overcome. 
not only by the blood of the Lamb, but by the words of our testimony. One of the things I want you to know was that I didn't want to be traveling to London. Um, it's physically exhausting. Uh, and when I get there, there's no time to rest. I will try to finish church here because I don't want to rob this community of my ministry. Then I will rush to the airport and rush to Dallas and rush to London We'll get there during the daytime and rush to bed because recording begins next morning. And when we start recording throughout the week, I'll go 7 a.m. in the morning. We don't finish until late at night for a whole week. You know what I'm trying to tell somebody? If you're going to succeed in life, it's going to take hard work. So... In my spirit, I'm already preaching. I don't know. Maybe somebody will be blessed here. Maybe somebody who is live streaming or watching this on television. It was gruesome. But when destiny is at stake, you've got to be willing to do everything it takes. Another thing I learned in this journey is that they asked me some of the staff, there's a lot of people that work in that, in that place, and they have all these cameras staring at you. It's very intimidating. Even though I record here at KLB station, and they have one camera on me. So I'm used to one camera. But now they put me in a studio, uh, and you see all these cameras staring at you. You really don't know which one to look at. You don't know. They say, just be yourself. Another lesson I learned is you don't have to be a duplicate of anybody. Just be yourself. You are uniquely made, and the call of God upon your life is so unique, and the world is waiting to hear from you. The only prayer I pray to God is the prayer of Jabez, but I never thought, be careful what you pray for, because God might grant it to you. I kept telling God, enlarge my territory, enlarge my territory. But when the opportunity come, I panic, I buckle. But God looked beyond my fault and saw my need. I do want to encourage you, prepare yourself for what you're praying for. So... Did you, did you understand what I said? Now, I, I might say something. That this is just coming from my heart. It's not in my sermon note or anything. I didn't even plan for this. God would not answer just your prayer. 
God will answer your prayer according to what you commanded. So, many times we are praying. You're praying for, Lord, I need a thousand dollars. But he's going to say, I gave you ten dollars the other day. You couldn't handle it. If you cannot handle ten, why should I give you a thousand? So you got to prepare yourself for success. Some of us want a big house. But right now he gave you an apartment. And you can't even clean that. It's always dirty. Then God is saying, why should I give you a house? So you can make a bigger mess. Let me have some of my pastor friends out there. I really was no more than any missionary Baptist preacher. I'm not different than anybody. But I was hungry. You've got to be willing to move up. You've got to be willing to revalue yourself. I have nothing against the Baptists. I'm grateful for my background that denomination. But in my spirit, I knew this more. You've got to be willing. And if you're willing and you're obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Are you listening to me? Many pastors want to pastor mega churches. God give you 50 people. If you cannot handle 50 people, why should he give you 20,000? It will kill you because you're not prepared for it. Are you getting anything out of this? Let me share one more thing with you all. Uh, when I got there, and this precious people will remember, the business department came in, they asked me, they said, okay, do you have a website? I said, yes, I do. Do you have a number somebody can reach you? I said, yes, I do. Do you have a mailing address? Because they said, once you get up there, people will flood you all over the world. I said, oh, okay. And amazingly, so I gave them the information. I think I I used Brother Jeb. I said, come on, get this. And we were calling. And the funny thing is that they called the number that I have. The number is disconnected. It was an 800 number that I had with for Joy. You see, that's one of my staff. That's why she can say that. It was disconnected. Then they look at my website. It's a mess. See, I'm not trying to put myself down. God knows my heart. I love to help people. You know what that means in real world? You're trying to go to somewhere, but you're not ready for it. So God doesn't need religion. How bad do you want to be healed? 
Are you willing to pay the price for greatness, for success in life? Many times we find ourselves blaming others, making excuses. Immediately, I say, okay, I level with them and say, I need help. It takes humility for you to recognize you need help. Maybe you're suffering from some form of addiction. Get help. Maybe your, your marriage is in trouble. Get help. Many of us will walk around as if everything is okay. And the devil is seizing the opportunity to whoop you all day, all night. Because you become an easy target. I was shocked when they told me, they said, no, they're not in that business. They said, that's your problem. We'll give you a platform to reach nations, but it's up to you. They said, we don't make websites. We are not AT&T. We don't have it. They asked me, do you have a bank account? If somebody wants to buy your product, guess what? I don't. So you have to put into practice what you are teaching, what you are hearing, what you are singing. If not, it will not profit you. Many times when I see pastors here, they think, oh, this guy is full of himself. No. It cost me. God will open door. And the opportunity of a lifetime, you have to seize it. You cannot drag. You cannot wait. Let me think about it. If all my family is here, they will tell you that's one thing about daddy. If the, opportunity, if the door is open, walk in it. Overnight, I have to find out. You can imagine the difficulty coordinating from another country. I have to find a company to, to help me do a, a new website. I have to get a new phone line that's working. I, I mean, I did about seven different things. It cost me thousands of dollars of my own money. I cannot call the church and say, okay, I'm in trouble. Those of you who are pastors, listen to me. Those of you associate ministers here. You have to be willing to invest in your own self. If you would not invest in yourself, why should heaven invest in you? I'm trying to help somebody. God is my witness. Late yesterday, I talked to my musicians. I said, you better get up there and play. You never know who God going to use. Let him tell because the same God that blessed me is the same God that they worship. And you may think you're right here in a small town. It don't mean anything. I was in the same small town when God 
send somebody to locate me. And I will tell you, I hope I don't offend you, but truth is just the truth. I set up all the things they required of me, and I came home. I've never done a strip account before. I've never done a ministry account. I came home minding my own business, and all of a sudden, I'm getting notices from the bank, and my money was just going up and going up and going up and going up. And I'm here. I didn't have to do anything else. Once you set it up, people watch the TV. They say, oh, I like what I see. They go to your website. They buy your product and the bank. I never thought in my life that God would bless me with this kind of money. I had a bookstore in this building. You know how much we make per week? $50. That's a good day. You see my staff here. I don't have to tell you this thing, but I love you. God knows my heart. I want everybody to be, to be blessed. There is plenty of opportunity, but you've got to be willing. You've got to be obedient. Stop making excuses. Talk to strangers. Then people will tell me, oh, we need, a, we need to buy your T-shirt. We need, do, you, do you have a cap? Because if you don't have your infrastructure in place, you cannot build it. So I want to encourage you. One time, and I don't say this to, to put uh, local TV down. I'm grateful for them. One time I said, can I just record all my stuff here? I have a TV station here. And then I'll just send it to you all. Oh, they said, no problem. So I did my recording here, send it to them. Guess what they said? It's a pile of junk. What I thought is the best. You see, when God gets ready to promote you, we need exposure. We need divine help. And then we need the wisdom to step up and say, Lord, I'm willing. If I have to stay up all night. And then once you cooperate with God, the scripture is so, is so beautiful. Some plant, some Paul will plant. Some Apollo will water. And guess what God does? He will grant the increase. Well, thank you for listening to me. If you don't hear anything else, I hope somebody is here. But for those of you who just want to have church, stand with me, open your Bible. Everything I've told you before, now that's just free. Thank you, Brother John. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. Thank you, Brother Jeff. I love you, man. Proverbs. And let's go to just one verse for the sake of time. Open your Bible to the book of Romans, chapter 8. Let's look at one verse, verse 37. 
Romans chapter 8, verse 37. If you find it, say amen. amen. The Bible said, Nay, in all of these things, we are more than what? Conqueror. Through who? Through him, Christ, that loved us. I just want to talk about that for a few minutes. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I'm grateful for the opportunity to share. Thank you for the word of God. It's a blessing to have a roadmap, a blueprint, something to lead us and guide us to better understand you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will help our hearing today, help our understanding. And Lord, I pray that you will minister in a special way to your people. I'm always mindful that this is your church. I didn't bring one from Africa. Have your way in this place. Now as I step back that you may step up. This is your show. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you on the subject titled operating in the realm of more than enough. There is a realm that you need to be operating as a child of God. And that realm is called more than enough. Please take note up front. There is a realm of living that is called more than enough. How do I know? The Bible told me. You read it just now. In all of these things, the Bible says, we are more than enough. You know how we're saying, Jesus loved me, this I know. How do I know? The Bible tells me so. So you don't have to be wondering is there such a realm? The Bible made it clear. There is a realm of more than enough. Now, please take note that there are some people who are living right now as I'm talking to you in that realm. Nothing missing, nothing broken, just blessed. Regrettably, there are others who are living in the realm of struggles and defeat and failure. Now think about it. Do you think God loves some people better than the other? He's a good God. There are some people, I repeat, who are living in a realm called more than enough. My heart desire is to guide you and me 
that you also, me, all of us included, that we can move up. If there is one burden that God gave me many years ago, it's to help people to do better. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, verse 8, the Bible is asking a question. And the question is, who are these people who are living in that rain? Make sure it's in your Bible. Who are these people? You may profess to be a Christian, but you don't even know that there are people who are walking in the realm of more than enough. Who are these people that fly, the Bible says, as cloud? Who are these people that are blessed like a dove? The Bible is asking you the question, translation, who are these winners in the world that you leave? And one thing I love about the word of God, when God asks a question, he already knows the answer. He's just trying to help you and me to get it. In the book of Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, he begins to give you and me a clue of people that lives in a realm called more than enough. You know what the Bible say? The Bible say, those who know their God. These are people that do exploits. Make sure it's in your Bible. The people who knows their God. Do you realize you can be coming to church every Sunday and don't know Jesus? It doesn't matter what denomination you subscribe. The Bible says, what will it profit a man or woman if you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul? You need to make sure. If you want to do exploit, the best thing I ever did to myself in this life is to know Jesus. I'm not impressed by anything else. The most important thing is for you, for me, to know our God. And the Bible says, those people who know their God, these are the people that will do exploit. They'll be strong, the Bible says, and they will do great exploit. So, you know, as a, 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 being a lawyer, I'm always curious to research and trying to find out, okay, I get it. There are some people out there who are living victorious life. Who are living the realm of more than conqueror. Who are doing exploit. So I want to know in the word of God, who are these people? And sure enough, the Bible gives you examples. Look at the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 32. The word of God begins to say, what shall I say more? You say, time is not even enough. If I have to give you all, 
the listing of people who are doing exploit, who are living the realm of more than enough. He said, but just for your curiosity, I'll give you some example. Notice the, the, the list. Number one, Gideon. Is that in your Bible? Number two, Barak. The Bible is literally giving you a list. It's like God speaking to me. Say, Josh, this is where you can be. If you're willing. If you're obedient. He gives me a list. He said, look at something. He said, look at Jephthah. Are you still in the Bible? Then he said, also, look at David. Look at Samuel. Look at the prophets. And then the next verse, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 33, it says, these are people who through faith, through what? See, I'm trying to give you how you can get to that realm. The first thing I'm saying to you, you got to know your God. I don't care what any culture say, whether it's British culture, whether it's American culture, whether it's African culture, at the end of the day, whether you call yourself Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran, I could care less. The issue, the real question, do you know your God? Because when you know your God, you will do exploit. Hallelujah. I feel like shouting already. Then when I read you list of people who are living and walking in that realm, then the Bible gives you a little clue how they got there. They said, true faith. That's the secret there. True faith, they subdue kingdoms. Through faith, they wrought righteousness. Can you read? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 33. He gave you the list. He said they obtained promises. They stopped the mouth of lions. Then you go to the next verse. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 34. They quench violence. Can you imagine being a member of this church? If you are living the realm that you can subdue kingdoms, that you can rot righteousness, that you can obtain the promises of God, that you can stop the mouth of lions, who can stop you? Make sure you see your Bible. He said they even escape the edge of the sword. You know what that means? There are people out there that are player haters who hate your God. They really don't want you to succeed. They don't want your ministry to succeed. They don't want your business to succeed. They don't want your career to succeed. But, oh, what a blessing When you can overcome every one of them. You keep, keep reading. It says, out of weakness. 
they are made strong. Man, sometimes I just want to shout. I know what it is to be weak. I know what it is to be intimidated. I know what it is to be scared. But oh, what a joy that even in your weakness, God makes you strong. Hallelujah. Have you ever been to a job interview that you know if God don't help you today, you're not going to make it? <laughs> I'm preparing you to live in a realm of more than enough. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I will have no want. Now, I'm sorry, a lot of people are still struggling in life. But there is a level that God is willing to move you to. If you're willing and you're obedient. Some people are living in a land of not enough. Some people are living in a land of just enough. But make no mistake about it. There are people who are living in a land of more than enough. As your pastor, I want to see you there. Yes, people may be jealous of you. Don't worry about them. Just keep on loving them. They had the same opportunity. But they choose not to walk in it. Ladies and gentlemen, these people I'm talking about, the Bible says in that verse, they wax valiant in flights. They turn flights, the armies of aliens. In other words, they are example of people who are living in a realm of more than conqueror. It means you can live a life that is ever winning, ever reigning. How do you get there? I want to share that with you for a few minutes and I'll let you go. I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to do the rest. This is his word. This is his church. He knows you more than I do. I'm trying to take you to a place by the grace of God. A place of no defeat. A realm of no failure. No struggle. Especially if you're like me, you, you've been through some struggles in life. And then you found out there is a better place. Ladies and gentlemen, it means the enemy cannot engage you. There are some people, ordinary brothers and sisters, when the devil hears your name, he runs. Are you listening to me? Look at Isaiah chapter 60, verse 11. 
These people I'm talking about, the Bible described them. You know what he said concerning them? Their gates are always open. Not occasionally. Always. Everywhere they go, the favor of God chased them. I hate to say, I am on TBN by the grace of God. It's pure grace. It's the favor of God. Look at what the Bible says concerning these people. He said their gates are always open. Question, is your gate open? Or are you just having a good religion? You can tell when your gate is open. Everything you touch, God bless it. You become like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. You bring him forth your fruit in your season. And whatsoever you do, you prosper. You can tell when your gate is open. <laughs> Hallelujah. Notice what the Bible says. They shall not be shut down. Is that in your Bible? Make sure it's there. That's why I put it on the screen. They cannot be defeated. They will not be shut down. And then the Bible says, day and night. Hallelujah. How will you want to know that day and night, God's got your back? In short, what I'm trying to share with you, faith triggers you to operate in a realm of more than conqueror. So, brother pastor, I get it. How do I get there? All right? This is what you need to do. This is what I need to do. Next to your salvation. Because I'm saying everybody got to be saved. Got to know your God. Next to your salvation. I strongly believe the greatest asset of any believer is revelation. You got to come to a point that you finally get it. Everybody around you may not get it. I even have friends that don't get it. I have relatives that don't get it. I wake up every day expecting to be blessed. It takes a revelation. It comes natural to you. You expect God to bless you. You expect your bills to be paid. You expect things to go. You say, my God shall supply. If you're not living this realm, humble yourself. God is a good God. He's so good, he, he's doing something I won't even do. He reigns on the just and the unjust. 
If I know your home and you're an unjust, you can forget it. I'll never rain on you. I'm not that. But God is so good. God is so merciful. The Bible says his mercy is new every morning. So, we have no excuses. So, you need to begin to get more and more revelation. See, John 3.16 says, God so loved the world. Am I still in the book? He gave his only begotten son. And then I like this word, whosoever. I say, hallelujah. When I got to that, I start speaking in tongues. Whosoever, that means I'm included. You included. You can be a Chinese. You can be a Mexican. You can be an African. It don't matter where you come from. Whosoever will believe in him, that person will not perish. That person will have everlasting life. You know why people are perishing? The Bible tells you. The Bible says, my people perish. Even in churches, they just want to have a good time. They just want, uh, those of us who are evangelical, we get all excited, everybody jumping up at that. At the end of the day, they don't know squab. And they're living in defeat. They're living in struggle. And they're so full of themselves. They're not willing to humble themselves to learn. In all of your getting, get understanding. When we talk about revelation, we're talking about your understanding of who God is, your understanding of what God has done for you. It's a stupid thing. If God has paid your bill and you're still praying for it. The problem is that you have no comprehension of what God has done for you. The problem is that you are a child of God, you're on your way to heaven, but you did not know. You have no understanding of what he has done, and you're going to get to heaven, and God will tell you, you see, I did this for you, you, you say, oh, Lord. It's like that man, that woman, the story said, he went on a, on a cruise, and the bills are paid for. He could eat in any, in any restaurant on the ship. But he was in his room eating crackers. Crackers that he brought, he, some crackers and Buddha. Because he had no revelation that when he paid for the cruise, all the, oh, help me. Here's what the Bible says. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 6. Notice what the Bible says. It says, a man who is wandering out of the way of understanding. Take note of that word, understanding. That's revelation. That's comprehension. I say, next to your salvation, I truly believe that the greatest gift God has given you is having a revelation. Getting understanding. 
The Bible says, any man who is wandering away from understanding, that man, that woman will remain where? In the congregation of the dead. And I will submit to you, there's a lot of walking dead in the body of Christ. Even some of them are ministers of the gospel. I can just see. This is a dead man. This is a dead woman. Every time you find yourself wandering away from understanding, the Bible says you will be stuck among the dead. That is why Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. In all of your getting, get understanding. So, the text that I read to you, I'm still trying to explain one verse. That text made it very clear. In this life, sometimes you may have trials. Sometimes you may have disappointment. Sometimes you may go through tribulation. Sometimes life is up or down. Sometimes you find yourself dealing with situation and circumstance and conditions that is not so pleasant. But he's saying get a clue, get a revelation. It doesn't mean that God has forsaken you. So the Bible says in all of these things, in all the sickness, in all the disappointment, in all the condition, all this, it don't matter what you are facing right now as I'm speaking to you. Those of you watching me on television, listen, listen, freely I receive, freely I give. It doesn't matter what is going on right now. In all those things, you are more than a conqueror. But until you receive it, until you see, until you get it, you will still be walking in defeat. Have you ever talked to people who is always poor old me? Oh, this one's not working. Oh, I'm this. Oh, oh, these people did me wrong. Oh, it's the Mexican this time. Oh, the Chinese are coming. Just it just make my head hurt. Just listening. The Bible said, hold on to what God has promised you. Hold on to his promises. Hold on to what he has revealed to you. What scripture says, be still and know I am God. You cannot be still unless you know. Knowledge of the word of God will cause you to be smiling when you are to be crying. Who am I preaching to today? Look at, let me show you one more two scripture and let you go. It's Hebrews chapter 8 verse 35. He said, what shall, shall separate us from the love of God? And I make, he began to make a list. 
Is it pandemic? No. Oh no. He gives you a list. Is it persecution? Oh no. Tribulation? Of course not. Farming? No. Nakedness? It don't matter what is going on. You got to get to a point in your life that you learn to say hallelujah anyhow. One brother said this way. He said, though he slay me, I'm still going to worship him. I'm still going to serve him. I'm still going to praise him. Devil, eat your heart out. You cannot stop me. I have a revelation that God is a good God. You got to deal with that. You need to know something. Amen, somebody. So you know what I'm trying to suggest to you? I want you to receive a spirit of a conqueror. Follow me as I follow Christ. Have you ever seen me depressed? Do you think I don't deal with some trials? Do you think I don't face disappointment? Can I be brutally honest with you? The one question everybody asks me where I go, why you smile all the time? But you have to, you have to get a revelation that it don't matter what is going on. It don't matter what the devil is trying to do. You are still more than a conqueror. Because God called you more than a conqueror, then you receive a spirit of a conqueror. Walk in and walk around with your head up. Knowing you're knowing that God's got your back. Storm may rise and winds may blow. But your mind ought to be made up for God I'll live and for God I'll die. Do I have any witness in the house? Are you ready to follow God? Oh, it's so sweet to trust in Jesus. It's so sweet to take him at his word. It's so sweet to trust his, his promises. Knowing that God is not a man. He would never lie to you. If he says something, he would do it. If he makes you a promise, he'll make it good. You need to stop whining. Stop making pity party. Make up your mind. I am more than a conqueror. Everybody stand to your feet. I got to stop. I want to pray with somebody. Maybe you're facing some challenges right now. I know what it is to deal with struggles. I know what it is to pray. And you're wondering whether or not God even listened to you. But I want to pray with you that that same God who helped Samson, that same God who healed the leper, that same God who helped the woman with the issue of blood, her insurance will not do it. He's been to many doctors. They have no clue because they were just practicing medicine. But I come back to say to somebody and remind you, there is a God. 
who said, in spite of all what is going on, you are still more than conquered. If you're that man, if you're that woman, you say, Pastor, will you please agree with me concerning this situation? You need to take a step of faith. Find your way to the altar. You're the one that God sent me to. How do I get to that realm? People who know their God, they will do great exploit. How do I get to this realm? He said, these people through faith subdue kingdom, wrought miracles. In their weakness, they were made strong. You're the one that God sent me to. Encourage yourself in the Lord. And say, Lord, here am I. Do what no other man can do. I'm amazed when I begin to just receive what he said. Because I can't do it by myself. You are even in a better place than me because at least you are born here, you know a lot of things. I don't know what I'm doing. Never pastor any church in my life. I have no clue what to do. I don't know how this works, that works. I have to trust him. I have to depend on him. I have to take his word literally. People ask me, why are they having miracles all over Africa, all over third world countries, and we are struggling here? It's very simple. Did you get a revelation of what God said? Are you willing to step out of the boat? Through faith, you subdue kingdom. Through faith, in your weakness, he made you strong. Through faith, even the player haters, they're scared of you. They hear your name and they tremble. Lift your hands towards heaven. Father God, I thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. I knew you're faithful to honor your own word. Thank you for giving us a new name. We are more than conqueror. Help our understanding, oh God. Lord, we believe it, we receive it by faith. We speak to every mountain, every giant, every voices that is contrary to the word of God. Right now, we silence you in the name of Jesus Christ. We cancel out every assignment of the devil concerning us, concerning our family, concerning our marriage, concerning our children. No weapon form or fashion against us shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against us, we condemn them right now in the name of Jesus. This is the heritage of children of God, servants of God. Thank you that we are seated in heavenly places far above principalities, far above wickedness. We receive the anointing to live in the realm of more than conquer. So by faith we say this morning, and who in the world 
can stand against us when you God is for us. So we tap into the anointing to be healed, anointing to be made whole, anointing to prosper, anointing to work in the realm of more than conqueror. Lord, I thank you for every one of my brothers, every one of my sisters standing before this altar. Lord, we thank you that you have a plan for us. And that plan is good. That plan is not of evil. That plan is to give us an expected aid. We receive it by faith. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray for those who are accepting the Lord Jesus as their personal Savior. You said it. If we want to do exploit, we must know our God. Father, I pray that you will send laborers into their vineyard. Thank you for new souls in the kingdom. Thank you for being a good God. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for waking us up this morning. David said, I went to bed. I woke up in the morning because God sustained me. I didn't get up this morning in my own strength. It was you, oh God, that woke me up. I could have been dead in my grave. But you've been faithful. We say thank you. Thank you for our family, Lord. Thank you for our salvation, Lord. Thank you for our business, Lord. Thank you for our job, Lord. Thank you for making our way out of no way, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. We cover everyone under the sound of my voice with the blood of Jesus. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. In Jesus' name. Open your mouth, shout amen. amen. Come on, come on. That, that amen is still under construction. Open your mouth, shout amen. amen. It is so. In Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord God a clap of Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Thank you for studying the word of God with me. This concludes our worship service. I pray that the Lord will continue to bless you and watch over you and protect you. I apologize that we are late today, but I wanted to share my heart with you and to let you know that God has been faithful, not only to your pastor, but to your church. Who would have thought a missionary Baptist church in a little town called Pineville, Louisiana, is now reaching all these parishes on television in America every day of the year and now in three continents. There's no secret what God can do. What is done for others, he'll do it for you. Can I leave you with this thought? I dream one day I'll be on TV. But I had no clue how I would get there. I sought help from some people. Some of them you know. There's a brother here in town called David Remedios. I asked him to help me. No help. 
There's a brother here. He worships here with you all the time. Tommy Tinney. I asked him to help me. No help. And when I was at the point of giving up, Come here and pray for us. I'm sorry. But God, He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we even ask to think, according to the power that worketh in us. I don't mind waiting on him, praise God. Because he's faithful. He's dependable. He's reliable. And he's trustworthy, praise God. Oh, Father God, we just thank you, Lord, this morning, God. Oh, we thank you for your word, God. For you said the word of God is eternally settled in the heavens, almighty God, Lord. God, we give you glory for this day, Lord God, Lord. For, Lord God, we know, Lord, with you all things are possible, almighty God, Lord. God, as we leave this place, God, but never your presence, almighty God, Lord. We pray, Father God, Lord, that your peace, God, would rest upon your people, God, Lord. God, Lord, we lose the angels of God that they would go before us, Lord God, and bring us safely to our homes, almighty God, Lord. God, we thank you once again for this day, Lord God. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen.